Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I am your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Go to my websites, recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I am so glad for that grateful I have no desire to drink today. Today's the only day there is. It's right now. This is it. Right now, I have no desire to drink. I did an episode one time about, on, about fear. How I imagine there's like three squares The one in the middle is right now. It's the only one that's actually real. And then there's one that denotes the past. And there's one that represents the future. And those are not even real. So if I'm standing in either one of those, it's godless. Because God's real. And God can only be in a place that's real. So if I am tripping out on the future, I am filled with anxiety because I cannot access God there. And if I'm... You know what I mean by that? I mean, it's always right now, so I can always access God. But what I'm saying is, the feeling is that it's godless because I'm mentally dwelling somewhere that doesn't exist. Not really. Same within the past. So I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about how here I am right now. In this moment, right now, I have no desire to drink. And it's just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's right here in front of me. Mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. And it is an extra delicious blend today. I don't know why. Sometimes it just tastes better than other times. I don't know why. Well, here we are. It's 2022. The time of this recording is January 2nd. I'm here with you, relaxing, hanging out. 
Today, I want to talk about feeling unqualified to sponsor people. I started sponsoring people when I was pretty new. Took a lot of shit for it. Hadn't been sober for very long. A lot of people told me I wasn't ready. People probably talked all kinds of crap behind my back. Because they definitely talked it to my face. I was very insecure. I was very unsure of myself. I felt responsible for people's sobriety. It was about me and about my ability to be a sponsor. And I was really in my head about all of it, and it was, it was not fun. I remember calling my sponsor many times for guidance, asking questions. It was as if I had never read the big book. And um, I didn't feel ready to do that. I didn't feel ready to sponsor people. And I don't know how uncommon what I'm saying is. I know a lot of people have felt that way. A lot of people feel very unqualified to sponsor people. I know I've talked to many, 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 many alcoholics who feel this way, for sure. And um, I want to share this just in case hearing this is helpful. Maybe you're worried about sponsoring or you're just starting to or you're afraid to and maybe you should. Maybe you don't feel qualified. I just wanted to share all this to normalize those things for you. If I can, in any way. <laughs> By telling you that... Uh, I felt all those things too. I really made the mistake, which I couldn't have known differently at the time, but of feeling responsible for other people's sobriety. Feeling like somehow, whether or not people were doing well or stayed sober was a reflection of me. I used to carry that exhausting suitcase And I just don't anymore. I don't, I feel nothing like that anymore. Thank God. It really is as simple as I am laying the kit of tools at someone's feet. If they want to do it. And if they do do it. That's between them and God. It's up to them. I've explained all this in the exact same way to hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people. And some people have been really helped by that. Some people have not been helped by it at all. I just don't look at it as something that it's between. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, I don't think that you can rate the kind of job you're doing as a sponsor by your success rate in terms of people staying sober. There's people I sponsor that do things I don't support. 
there's people that would call me their sponsor that I don't, I don't feel like I'm their sponsor. I don't, I don't. What I'm saying that for is I know there's people who in some people's minds I'm associated with, um, but I just don't look at what they do as a reflection of me. It's just not. I just, I don't think about that stuff. I don't take it on. I'm, I lay the kit of tools at someone's feet, try to match their willingness, and that's the extent of what I can do. I don't try to control people's lives. I don't try to make sure people get it. It's not my job. My job is to explain what I know as best I can, as lovingly as I can, as compassionately as I can, as clearly as I can. My job is to not talk down to anyone, not moralize or lecture. My job is to make sure people don't feel obligated to me. There's no people to please. My job is to do what I can to help people feel empowered to follow their own conscience and, and follow their own path. And if that is by doing things that I am talking about and I have done myself, then great. If not, great. But I just don't feel responsible for other people's sobriety. And um, I just, I, I, I never stress out about my sponsees. I don't, I don't feel like I should tell them where they should work, who they should fuck, how many meetings to go to. I mean, spiritual principles are sufficient cops. If somebody disobeys spiritual principles for long enough, they're going to get hurt. They don't need me to slap them around. Spiritual principles and my lack of adherence to them has slapped me around plenty. That's how I've learned everything. The hard way, by pain, by doing it wrong. And I just don't, I don't think about it. I don't, I'm not all wrapped up in my sponsees' lives. And I know a lot of people who are. And maybe you're one of them, maybe you're not one of them, but, you know, the point to it all, you know, it says in the book, pages that on, you know, vision for you, it's on a little page called Pipe down. Give me time to find it. Don't be pushy. It's on a page called 159. Second paragraph. A little more than about halfway down. Second full paragraph. Starts on the left with the word though. Though they knew they must keep or help other alcoholics, if they would remain sober, that motive became secondary was transcended by the happiness they found in giving themselves for others. To me, that's the substance. 
my friend Dave likes to talk about how you know the original 12 step was to carry this message to others, especially alcoholics. But the point is, is to give of ourselves. And, you know, most of the people that I have sponsored are not sober. And I don't feel like that's a reflection of um, my ability to sponsor people. It's just not how it works. I don't think. It's very stressful to think you have that much power. I don't think I have any power in that regard to keep somebody sober, get somebody sober. I just, I try to stay unblocked and I do as best I can to explain this stuff and share it and pass it on. And then I don't, I really don't think about it. I'm not putting anybody through any kind of tests. I'm not. I don't, I don't expect anything from my sponsees. Some people respond to... I don't know. Everybody's so different. I've worked with people who need a lot of my time and attention and it helps them. So I'm happy to give it to them. I'm not robbing the other people who should have that time. It makes sense to do so. Something I've learned it doesn't always, sometimes it does. That's when I do it now as best I can. There's some people who don't need much from me at all. They're off and running. Just got done uh, doing a workshop and I'm not attached to, you know, the results people have from it. I'm not thinking, I'm not sitting here thinking, well, I hope they get it or I hope that goes that way. I just don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. My job is to Lay the kit of tools at someone's feet for their inspection and do what I can to help. That's it. So I don't know. I guess that's kind of it. I just don't know if you needed to hear that. But I don't feel responsible for whether or not somebody gets sober. And um, I kind of look at it like simply as that. Like I'm just, my job is to lay the kit of tools at someone's feet. That's it. That's my job. Help them much as they want it, match their willingness as much as it feels like the right thing to do. And that's it. So anyways, really zonked. I've been talking a lot today. So I am going to give a shout out to Happy Joyce and Three. Black Rhinos, Sober Gratitude Podcast, Podcast Greater Than Yourself. I want to say hello to the Canadians. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Alex. 
If anybody needs to hear it, I will say that everything is okay. I just know it. No modeling stuff today. Just, I'm still wearing the glittered paint that they had me put on yesterday. I'm just, it's all dry now and it's crackly and I, my skin looks weird now. I have to take a bath. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to try. Okay. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night. I don't know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you do the same.